Well, good morning, church family. Morning. morning. You guys are wide awake. I like that. Hey, we're in a teaching series called Jesus Is. Last week we talked about how Jesus is joy. But if you're a guest this morning, my name is Brandon. I'm our Community and Next Steps pastor here at Radiant Life Church. You can actually head to our website, theradiantlife.church, and you can catch up on all of our uh, teaching teachings in this teaching series up to this moment, but you can also check out uh, some of our older teaching series and, and get caught up with the church fam. So before we get into today's message, I want to ask a question, and honestly, this question, it, it could be a game changer in your life. And before I, I give the question, I don't want you to just give me your first response, uh, shooting from the hip sort of thing on it. But I, I want you to process this question because I think the more that we allow this question to penetrate our hearts, it's really, it's really going to force us to evaluate where we're at. And you wouldn't think that a question would be so powerful, but it, it truly is. And this is, this is a question that I've wrestled with for many years, even as a follower of Jesus. You guys are probably like, Brandon, just tell us the, the question already. Are you living? Well, yeah, I'm sitting here looking at you. I'm on the green side, right? I'm living. But are we living? Because sometimes we, we carry these struggles in our life, and we just carry these burdens often in our life. But Jesus, he came and, and he spoke about life. And one of, my, one of my favorite verses, it's definitely in the top five, Jesus tells us that we can have life and to have it full. The thief comes only to steal, kill, and destroy. I have come that they may have what? Life and to have it to the full. But I'm, I'm walking with Jesus, I've accepted it into my life, but man, I'm still carrying these things in my life. And, and if you're sitting here this morning and you're not a follower of Jesus, man, I am so pumped that you're here. I'm really glad that you're here, but hear me out on this. Even followers of Jesus have struggles. It's not that once we've accepted Jesus that it's butterflies and unicorns and rainbows. Like, life is challenging. But Jesus said that he came to give us life into the full. So if I've accepted Jesus, then why am I still struggling with these things that I just continue to carry around in my life? And they just get so heavy. I mean, is this the full that Jesus was talking about? I mean, I don't think so. I mean, we struggle with these different things. Like we're up to our eyeballs in debt. And every month that credit card comes and then we, we just roll it over to another credit card and then before you know it, we've got a couple of them going and, and we're one breakdown on the car away from just not being able to buy groceries this week. And so we're just consumed with debt in our life. I mean, is that the full life that Jesus was talking about? Is that I'm just supposed to be burdened each and every week? with all this debt in my life? I mean, what about marriage? 
mean, if they were to come in right now and just tell me that they're done, would I be okay with that? Like if they said, I got the papers, would I just be ready to sign? I mean, we've tried counseling. We, we, we've talked to a few people about our marriage and stuff, but my life just doesn't seem very full in my marriage. I mean, what about kids? I mean, let's be honest. We love them so much we want to pop their little heads off sometimes, right? <laughs> Must be a lot of parents in the house today. <laughs> But, you know, you know, we've tried so hard. We've been on our knees about our kids. I, I remember holding my kids and praying and just like, Jesus, this is your kid. Thank you for blessing me. But man, like we, we struggle at times. Or that moment where they don't return our phone calls anymore, our texts, and we just, we haven't talked to our kids in such a long time. And they seem like they've just fallen so far away from the Lord. And it's like, is this the full that Jesus is talking about? Is it really that full? I mean, what about our addictions? They just, we seem to be so caged up and bottled up by it. And we say, you know what? As soon as this bottle's done, I'm not buying another one. I'm done with this. I, I, I'm done drinking. I, I'm not gonna do it anymore. I, I'm not gonna click on that website anymore. I'm done. And we do okay for a little while. We go maybe a week, sometimes even a couple of months. And that stupid addiction just rears its head. And we're back doing the same thing over and over. Those lotto tickets that we just, we got to keep getting them. We got to keep scratching them off. And we're just controlled by these things in our life. What about broken relationships? I mean, he makes me feel so special. But at the same time, we give away our own morals and values because he loves us. Daughters of the Most King, hear me out on this. You are precious in God's sight. You are a daughter of the King. And dudes... It's time to man up. And we need to start leading women, leading people to Jesus and not to the bedroom because it's time for us to stand up in those things. But we just go from one broken relationship to another thinking, well, I learned my lesson on that last one and so this next relationship is bound to fix itself. And so we just keep going. I mean, is this the full life that Jesus was talking about? Or it's that one decision that we made a long time ago. That place that we went to that we know we shouldn't have. And we just carry this regret in our life. And it just keeps getting replayed over and over. It's that moment where we went to go take that life in our own selfish attitude. And, and there's even people on the sidewalk saying there's another way and we just put our head down and follow through with that decision. I mean, let's be honest, church. I mean, we're full of these different things in our life. And our life seems full. Just full of junk and crap in our life. 
I mean, is this the full life that Jesus was talking about? Because Jesus, I mean, he's the game changer. He's the one-upper. And he says, hey, we've got life. But through me, it'll be full. And it's like, what does that look like in my life? Because my life, it doesn't seem very full, but, or it's full of junk in my life. So, Brandon, what am I supposed to do? Like, what effort am I supposed to put into this? Like, I, I, I hear what you're saying, and I want this full life, but what, is, what does that full life look like? What was Jesus talking about? And I think the early church struggled with these things as well. And so there's this dude named Paul, and he was church destroyer to church planter. And he had this incredible encounter with Jesus. In fact, he even wrote a majority of our newer testament in our Bible. And he saw this in the early church, and he wrote this letter, and it's called Romans. And so if you brought a Bible this morning, Romans chapter 8, and I'm going to read this one verse that I think could unlock something in our life. I think it's a key to what this full life is. See, Jesus talked about it, and I think Paul expounded on it. And so if you don't have your Bible, that's okay. I'm going to have it on the screen for you. So Romans chapter 8, verse 11. And if the spirit of him who, what? Raised Jesus from the dead is living in you. So when we pray a prayer, we ask Jesus into our heart, we, we use a church word called salvation or being reborn. And, it, and, and Paul is saying that that spirit of who raised Jesus from the dead is living in you. So that, that moment that we've accepted Jesus into our life. But let's see what Paul kept saying here. He who raised Christ from the dead will also give what? Give life to your mortal bodies because of his spirit who lives in you. Let, let's read that one more time lives in you. The spirit that raised Jesus Christ from the dead lives in you. Now, I'll be honest. Like, I struggled with this for a very, very long time. And, and I can only remember about three things, I'll be honest. And then I forget what the first thing is, and then I gotta go back and remember what the first thing was. But that spirit that raised Jesus from the dead is living in me. As I was preparing for this message, I came across in one of my commentaries uh, this quote that I'm gonna share with you, and I think it really uh, will help kind of line up the gears and help us to understand this a little bit more. The spirit empowers the body and all of its weakness and gradually weakens the flesh. By the power of the Holy Spirit, the believer can begin to experience a resurrected life now. Now, there was about four of you who read that without me cueing it, so we're gonna do it over again. Experience. We can experience a resurrected life now. See, Paul, he would use this metaphor about our flesh and the spirit, and these things are our flesh, and we let these flesh things control and dominate, but he's saying that it gives us life, 
It empowers us. I'm not sure that I'm understanding what that means. How, How can this Holy Spirit empower me? What is this Holy Spirit that lives in me? Because my life does not feel very full. Or if it's full, it's full of crap. Let's just be honest. And But Jesus said, no, I've come to give you life into the full. So what does he mean here? Let's see if I can come up with a way for us to understand this a little better here. Let's see if we can understand that the Holy Spirit that raised Jesus from the grave is living inside of us. The Holy Spirit that raised Jesus Christ from the grave is living inside of us. I have a feeling someone's gonna be liberated from some bondage this morning. The Holy Spirit, or I'm gonna baptize some people this morning, I think, too. The Holy Spirit that raised Jesus Christ from the dead is living inside of us. I'm trying to not spray you guys. Oh, there we go. We got a big dose of Holy Spirit there. (laughs) The Holy Spirit that raised Jesus Christ from the dead is living inside of us. That cross that's represented up there is empty because the tomb is empty because Jesus Christ is alive. And so these things that we constantly go back to, the debts that we just keep getting another credit card or we keep purchasing more and more things, that broken relationship that we go to the next broken relationship to, Jesus Christ, that same power that raised him from the dead is living inside of us. We are no longer slaves to this flesh. But we are empowered by the Holy Spirit that raised Jesus Christ from the dead. He was dead for three days. He is not dead anymore. And that power is inside of us now. We can live a full life in the Holy Spirit that raised Jesus Christ from the dead. Does anybody believe that this morning? Amen. All right, I'm going to dump this now that we get that. See if I can... After service, we're going to do some baptisms up here. (laughs) So Paul got it. He understood that a lot of people struggled with these things. The early church, they struggled with things. And so he told us that he who raised Christ from the dead will also give us life into your mortal bodies because of his spirit who lives in you. That Holy Spirit is in you. I need that reminder to live on a daily basis. And I share this with you, hoping that you will understand that. Because imagine, church, oh, just pretend with me for 30 seconds. Imagine if we lived our life full of the Holy Spirit and not gripped by these burdens anymore. What does that look like in our community? How would that affect our zip code? And so because Jesus is alive, 
I am dead to this. Because Jesus is alive, I am dead to these things in my life. And I needed this reminder. Like I said, I can only remember about three things at once. And then I forgot the first thing. And so for me, I needed a reminder. And so now our ushers are going to come forward now, and they're going to pass out these cards. And I want you to put this where you're going to see it on a daily basis. Put it on the mirror where you brush your teeth. Put it in your car. When you go to work, you see it. Just put it where you're going to see it. And maybe for some of you, maybe for some of you, you, you know right now what that blank is. You guys can go ahead and pass them out. Maybe you write down that thing. Maybe you're that bold that you write down that thing and you go home and you burn it as a symbol that you are dead to that thing. Now I get, I get that there's some difficult things here. I get that. Maybe you don't write it down. Maybe you just hold on to it because let's be honest, we don't want everybody seeing that thing, but I want this reminder. And so hold on to this reminder that because Jesus is alive, you are dead to these burdens, these things that grip our life because those are not what control us. It's the same power that raised Jesus Christ from the dead is living inside of us. Jesus is very, very alive. And we can live into that power. Amen? Amen? Do we believe that the power of the resurrection is living inside of us, church? Yes. We're gonna sing a song called Raise the Life. Oh man, I really like this song. I pray that as we sing these words, that we would fully believe that that same power that raised Jesus Christ from the dead is living in us. It talks about how sin was great, or sin was strong, but Jesus is stronger. Our shame was great, but Jesus is greater. So when we sing these words, church, let's, de let's declare it, that same power that raised Jesus Christ from the dead is living inside of us. I wanna pray for you guys. Father, I pray that bonds are broken this morning. I pray that there is liberation this morning. I pray that those things that we were carrying, we understand that the power of the resurrection is living inside of us. Father, would you surround us with good, godly men and women that would speak truth into our lives, that would be honest with us, that we would understand that they love us and that they care for us. And so, Lord, would you surround us? Would you help us to understand that we are dead to these things? because you are alive. And so Father, as we worship, I pray that we worship with a new audacity and passion for you because of 
this power that is living inside of us. Father, we give you all of the praise, honor, and glory in your name.